And I'm Tori. And this is Pure Pure Speculation. Speculation. Welcome to this week's episode. We've got a really good topic for you guys this week. It's going to be pretty interesting. But before we jump into our topic, we wanted to hop on and thank Zach so much for being our first ever guest on our podcast. We appreciate him and his time and we hope you all love the episode. Yeah, thank you so much, Zach. It was super nice to meet you, and we really enjoyed talking to you. Okay, Tori, why don't you go ahead and introduce this week's topic? All right, so this week is going to be a juicy one. We are going to talk about cheating and um, multiple slash getting engaged fast. and uh, Meaning multiple engagements. Like yeah. if you've been engaged more than one time without being married. And uh, falling in love quickly. This is going to be a doozy, and I cannot wait. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'll start out. Jackie, have you ever been cheated on? I have yet to have a relationship where I haven't been cheated on. Okay. How about you? Uh, I have been cheated on once. Just once? Yeah. How nice. (laughs) I I didn't date that many people. (laughs) Uh, Have you ever cheated on anyone? Well, I guess we're spilling the tea early. Um, yes, I have. Okay. Do you want to tell us the story? Not really. Okay. (laughs) Uh, no, I have never cheated on anyone. I've done some probably shady shit before, but not necessarily cheating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, I guess I can kind of tell the story. I mean, when I cheated on this person, no names will be named. It was kind of like... I mean, just like all cheating stories, right? It was a little messy time in our relationship. And we were, like, kind of not together, but getting together again, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I definitely did the deed. But it was, like, a one-off because I felt so fucking terrible that I was, like, I could never do this again because overall I'm pretty honest. And so it was, like, one of those things that I was just, like, oh, God, it ate me up for months. So I was just, like, okay, never again will I be doing this nonsense, but... You know, life happens. Okay, so you think that once a cheater, always a cheater is not necessarily true? No, I don't think that's true at all. I don't either. So, have you, you, you've been cheated on, but I'm assuming you've never cheated. Right. Right. Tori over here, folks, is a literal actual angel. That's so not true. I knew that this answer was coming. She's like, no, of course not. Okay, so let's dive into it. I feel like, yeah, the once a cheater, always a cheater, I think is just a trash concept. I mean, I think it does speak to your character and I'll go ahead and dog myself on this. I mean, obviously within that time frame, my moral compass had a little wiggle to it. Um, I definitely think that people make it a habit. I think so too. But I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's something that like, if you cheated on, you know, one person that every relationship afterwards, you're going to cheat. I mostly agree with you. I think for the most part, it is true that once you're a cheater, you're always a cheater, but there are the few people that feel super guilty after and will never do it again. Right. And I think you're one of those people. Right. And I definitely think too, it's an age thing, right? So when this was going on in my life, I was literally 20 years old. Right. You know, I don't think now that I would even have the energy to cheat on somebody. Yeah. I, I don't have the time or energy for that shit either. (laughs) Okay, so if you haven't cheated, have you been a part of an affair? Like, you weren't the one in the relationship, but you were a part of the affair? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We've got her, folks. We've got her. <laughs> um, so it's 
It was unknowingly. And I I still feel kind of bad. I was like... Totally. I was in college. I think I was probably like 19. And it was a dude, a like lacrosse dude from UNR. <laughs> and I may or may not have... I didn't actually sleep with him, but I made out with him. He was my beer pong partner for the night. We were hanging out. And then everybody went to sleep. And the next day... We were at a party, and he showed up with his girlfriend of, like, five years. Oh, shit. And I was so embarrassed, and I felt so bad, but I, she for sure had no idea. Oh, no. But I didn't know her, and she was, like, kind of came off bitchy, and, like, I'm not going to ruin their relationship. Oh, God, no. So I was, like... Mom's the fucking word. I, like, I want to be a girl's girl so bad and, like, look out for her, but I'm also, like, this is probably not the first time, and, like, I'm a complete stranger to her. She's not going to appreciate it if I'm, like... Hey, guess what? I totally made out with your dude last night. Totally. Okay, so since we're airing dirty laundry over here, I've also been a part of an affair without being the person who was in the relationship. Um, I also was, like, duped in this scenario. I was definitely not told the truth, and that's why it, the whole thing happened. But then, of course, when the truth came out, it's just, like, this giant fucking mess. But, um... The guy's partner was told, so it was just, it was a fucking nightmare, to say Who the very least. Who told his partner? Um, I think, he, I think she was going to find out anyway, because, like, he was stupid about it. Right. I mean, like, if you're going to cheat. As they usually Right, are. I was going to say, like, if you're going to cheat, don't just automatically, randomly have your location turned off on your phone, you know, at midnight. Um, but I think she was, like, well on her way to finding out, and I did not want to be a part of the drama, because, like I said, I was... Unaware, I was told a very different story than what was actually going on. So basically, when the drama was going to fall in my lap, I was like, dude, you just have to tell what happened. Because if she asks me, I'm going to tell the truth. Right. So. I'm that girl, too. I will for sure tell the truth. I'm not going to lie for you. Right. If you're being a dirtbag, sorry, you were being a dirtbag, I'll tell them. Totally. (laughs) Okay, so first question, because we're kind of on the subject, and then I feel like there's a lot of questions we're going to get into. It might be a little bit of skipping around, but just... Stay with us. So, how do you feel about girl code in this scenario? I think it totally depends. It's like situation by situation. I obviously would want someone to tell me, but I get if I'm not approachable. And I understand. (laughs) If, like, if it's a total stranger, who are you to just go up to them and be like, hey, guess what? I may or may not have fucked your boyfriend. Yeah, like, you don't want to do that. Yeah. But also, I think that you have to own up to it and the fact that, like, if it does come to light, you can't just fucking deny it. You have to be like, yeah, I, I might have did that. <laughs> right? I mean, I'm going to say yes, yeah. But I don't know. Again, situationally depending. I mean, it depends upon what would go on. I mean, I guess I'm going to out myself here for being kind of shitty. But if it's something that's going to cause me a lot of grief and a lot of drama, I might deny, 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 deny. <laughs> I don't know, but I definitely agree with that. Um, It's something that's been said to me in the past and brought up. I know I've talked to plenty of my clients about this, where still to this day, people think that there's some, like, weird girl code, where, like, if I know that someone's cheating or if you're, whatever, if I know you're cheating or if I'm the one cheating, that you have to take this, like, moral high ground and step forward and tell the truth. But I just think that life is so much messier than that, and I don't necessarily think that's true. And I think girl code is fucking trash. 
Because girls yeah. don't even treat each other nicely most of the time. I think we all try to. But in the grand scheme of things, I mean, I don't feel this, like, obligation to other women to go out them or out myself to, like, destroy their relationship. Right, totally. Especially if it has nothing to do with you. Like, if I just know that you're cheating on your man, why would I tell on you? I would never. There's no reason to do that. So it's like, your secret's safe with me. (laughs) Just, like, don't do it to my friend, you know? Yeah, 100%. And I also think, too, you know... You never know what's going on in someone's relationship. Even if you think you know, really the only two people that know what's going on is the two people in the relationship. So I feel like, uh, like you said, if I don't know the relationship, even if I did know the relationship, I don't know that I would want to be the one to tell. Because also, I mean, hi, the messenger in this scenario literally always gets shot. I feel like if it's a good friend of yours, you run the risk of, them not being your friend unless you have like cold hard proof now don't get me wrong if this was like any of my best best friends and I knew for a fact that I could prove that their husband was cheating you bet your ass I'm gonna go tell them but I'm not just gonna be like hey so I think your husband might have been fucking around on you like I don't know but I, if I knew for sure I would definitely say something to like a good friend but if you're like an acquaintance or a passing friend like nah, not my deal also, it's like you're just stirring the shit pot if you don't actually know for truth, like for a fact. You're right. just out there putting little thoughts in their mind. <laughs> <laughs> right. The guy's not cheating and all of a sudden his wife hates him. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. I definitely think that. And I also think, too, sometimes, well, not sometimes, all the time, shit goes on behind closed doors. So for all we know, say this is a husband and a wife. We're not dogging men because women are cheater, cheater, pumpkin eaters, too. But say your husband cheats on you and you're aware of it. You guys dealt with it behind closed doors like normal fucking adults. And then I come to you and I'm like, hey, Dylan cheated on you. It's just like ripping that band-aid again. And so I feel like, again, like obviously I would tell you. But like if, you know, if, if we weren't good friends, I would just not, I don't think I would say anything. Me neither. Yeah. And I've also been in scenarios too, which this is just something that I would love to like if the world could just be better about this. I've been in scenarios where I've been out with my friends. I'm definitely, like, the single one of our group. And we've been out with other men who are also married. The scenario is totally platonic. No one's doing anything but going out and having a good time. And people have sent pictures out and been like, oh, we saw so-and-so standing with a guy. They must be cheating. Which is, like, the most ridiculous thing. So definitely, like, if you're one of those people, knock it off. Grow up. Yeah, stop stirring the shit. You don't even know what's going on. Right, so that's one of the things. So, girl code we don't believe in necessarily. And I also think that's something of, like, a youthful ideal. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. I also think, like, as you grow up, you realize that it's none of your fucking business. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a lot of things that are none of your fucking business. So, I think that you should pretty much stay out of it unless it has to do with, like, one of your close friends. Right. Um... I want to ask what, what do you do if you've been cheated on, if you find out? I mean, again, I feel like this is scenario, excuse me, scenario dependent. Um, I mean, in the past, I've definitely stayed with a couple, all three of my serious relationships, all three of the men have cheated on me and I've stayed through an episode of cheating, but then ultimately broke up with them over cheating, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like everyone's allowed to make a mistake in that you I feel like if you value that relationship you're going to attempt to work through it and granted these are just my feelings I know a lot of women that are just hard fucking pass on that but 
all three of them were guys that I like wholeheartedly loved. And I mean, I just worked through it. The first, the first time I ever felt cheated on, we can just roll back to being like 18 here, folks. Put yourself in your 18 year old mind before <laughs> I tell this story. But this was like, you know, my high school love and I graduated and we had dated and blah, blah, blah. And our relationship was not great. If anything, it was like a little, a little questionable on his behalf. Like, I feel like he wanted to put me into this box. And if you know me, I don't really fit into a box. And so it wasn't going well. And I feel like he just, he had had a childhood best friend and they would text all the time and blah, blah, blah. And I remember um, picking up his cell phone and seeing a text of her like mostly nude in a hot tub and just being like devastated over it where, you know, of course my 18 year old mind didn't calculate in things like Pornhub. <laughs> so I was like, Oh my God, another naked lady. Um, but you it was like, you were the only, naked yeah, lady. <laughs> the only one he'd ever seen, but it was very like devastating to me. And I remember it like really crushing kind of my world and my confidence, but then going forward in my other relationships, I feel like cheating goes in different scenarios, but I've definitely stayed in each relationship, all three of them, while being cheated on. Okay. I am the, if I find out you cheated on me, I'm done. I'm forever done with you. I'm not your friend. I don't want to be your buddy. <laughs> We're not dating anymore. We're not going to work through it. Like, you did it. You did it. That's it. So here's the question, because uh, another friend and I were talking about this. And by the way, folks, we're not here to dog anybody. Like, this is our opinions. If you've stayed with your husband or not stayed with your husband or girlfriend or wife, whatever. These are just our opinions. But... I have a good question on this because <clears throat> I think it's something that counts. So I feel like in a non, when I say non-committed, I mean, you're not married relationship. Okay. Do you feel like marriage adds an extra layer to that? Yes. So like if Dylan cheated, you would still just be like, peace the fuck out, dog? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, look the fuck out. <laughs> no. Dylan feels the same way. He's like, if okay. we're cheating on each other, we're done. That's just the way it is. And so that's something you guys have talked about and discussed as to how you would handle that. Yes, both of us completely agree. But both of us are also the type of person that if you if we're dating and we break up, we're done. Okay, we, so you're not the breakup makeup. Yeah, we're never going to like get together, be apart, get back together. We don't do that shit. Neither okay. of us. And not to dog anyone that does. Like, I totally... it's. Right, person, person, person by person, and it's just my personal preference. If I, To me, if you have a reason to leave in the first place, and you thought it was significant enough to actually leave, then you shouldn't be going back. But that's just me, personally. Um, and I think that with cheating, too, if, to me, in my relationship at least, if I'm cheating, it's not a mistake. Right. It's like something I wanted to do. And at that point we would just break up and it would just be over. And then, then we would be free to go do whatever we wanted and it wouldn't be cheating. I, I agree with that. I definitely feel like I, I mean, obviously I'm not married and I haven't been married. So it's hard for me to give like a, this is a hundred percent what I would do, but I definitely feel like marriage adds an extra layer. And then when you throw a family into the mix, that adds a whole nother layer. Yeah. Like kids for sure make it way more serious right and I feel like too people go through like uh go through hard times and that can be like a reason that they cheat or insecurities or whatever so I I would say that I don't know if I were married and especially like having a kid I'm not sure that I would be running out the door without trying to work on it first just because like uh I'm here to tell you folks from the dating pool that the grass is not fucking greener um and I don't know, I feel like you committed your life to that person at the point of marriage. These are just my feelings. So I would be interested to see 
how that would go, but also I think having that conversation before you're married or within your relationship saying, hey, how would this go is a good idea. Right, but I also, I don't have kids, so I don't know how I'd feel about that. Right. Like having the kid and actually, because it affects their life too. It's not just yours anymore. Right. So I don't really know how that would change it, but yeah, I think it's just, it's all situational. Right, and I do feel like no matter what, if you're staying in a relationship with someone who's cheated on you, it's something that you have to be able to just get over. So if you're, and I'm not saying like there's a time limit on this, right? Like you cheat on me on Monday and then by Wednesday I'm fucking cruising. But at some point you've got to be able to like lay it to rest and move forward just like any other uh, couple fight. Because if someone cheated on you, obviously it's going to be in the back of your mind forever, right? Like this is one of those, like we don't forgive and forget. We forgive and we document that and we highlight it and we put it in a file at the front of our brain. (laughs) Right. And that's, to me, that's why I I just have to be done. Yeah, because you couldn't get over it. Because I couldn't get over it. And like every time you did something to piss me off, I'd be like, hey, remember that one time? (laughs) Like I just know that about myself. So, or like, you know, if you're like playing on your phone too much, I'd be like, hmm, cheating again? (laughs) You're going to go hook up with somebody? Well, yeah. And I know that. That would just make me so crazy. And so I, that's the reason, that's like the main reason why I'm like, if, if we're doing that, we're done. Yeah, I super respect that. I, I, I'm like, yep, yeah, no, I respect that. But also, uh, just you keep saying these things that lead me down these rabbit holes. So let's talk about the whole phone situation. Because I know for me, one of the guys that I dated, and it was a serious relationship, that was his avenue to cheating, was over his phone. And I wouldn't say, like, I don't think he ever actually went and, like, fucked anyone else while we were together. But definitely was, like, not doing the right thing, if that makes sense. And he used his phone as, like, a pawn. So, for example, the first time I caught him, like, talking to someone else, it was obvious. I mean, like, I'm sorry, your phone's always face down. You're, like, going to the bathroom 27 times in a night to, you know, send a text message. And I was just like, what's the fucking gig? And, of course, I was told some bullshit story about, oh, I think I knocked up someone else and I'm trying to figure it out. And I was like... Uh, no. So we had broken up over it, but when we got back together, he used this as like, well, you can have access to my phone anytime you want. Like, you can just go through it whenever you want. Kind of like a challenge to me. But like, your girl ain't a dummy. So it's like, fuck yeah, I'm going through your phone. You're a lying ass motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... It was funny because the first while we were together, I it was like this gaslighting deal where it was like almost like go through my phone and see what you're going to find. You're not going to find anything. And I, so I felt really guilty initially. Like, oh man, like I, you know, I chose to get back together with him. I should lend him this trust, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, you get comfy again and I'm like, no, you are still a lying ass motherfucker. So I ended up actually catching him on his phone again. But the lengths that this man went to to hide his shit on his phone I was like, I'm impressed alone by the amount of effort you're putting into talking to another girl when you could just go fucking be single. That's honestly my favorite thing that cheaters do with their <laughs> phones too. is like put you in the phone as like one of the boys. <laughs> yes. I'm like smart. I'm I'm about it. But Jesus Christ, that's a lot of effort, right? That's so sketchy. Yeah, just I mean, up. Right. just wake up and go sleep with whoever you want then. Yes. And that was, the, that was one of the points I was going to make is like, Obviously, with cheating, I don't think either one of us agree with it. You know, I don't think right. we're, like, condoning it. But the thing that, of course, it's it's all over online. It's all over TikTok. You see all these deals where, like, truly, they're correct. You can just 
exit a relationship before you cheat. Even if you're feeling tempted, say you find another person that you're like, oh shit, they have my attention. And your fucking relationship. Going out to find (laughs) if the grass is greener is like just a shitty human move. But also, if you're going to do that, make sure that it's very clear that your relationship has ended. Yes. (laughs) There was a girl that I went to college with, and her way of breaking up with her boyfriend so that she wasn't cheating on him was texting him, you're fired. And he he didn't know that they were actually broken up. And she's like, oh, no, I thought we were broken up for like three weeks. And he's like, I thought you were just mad at me for three weeks. Like, he didn't actually know that they weren't together. A whole ass conversation. Which literally killed me. I was like, you said you're fired. That's what you said. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a five-year relationship. And she said, you're fired. Oh, man. Yeah, Um, I mean, I would agree. But I also, I want to jump back to, like, what do you consider cheating? Like, what is the definition of cheating to you? Oh, gosh. Okay, so I feel like there's a few scenarios of this, right? There's definitely, you know, physical cheating where you go sleep with someone else or go... What hook if you up with someone kiss else. Kiss someone else. Is that cheating? I would say so. I mean, okay. I look at it this way. If you did it yourself and you would feel guilty about it, like I would kind of consider that cheating. I think there's emotional cheating for sure, which I think is like for some reason in my mind that's the most egregious cheat is when you're emotionally cheating with someone. Um and and obviously like sleeping with somebody whatever, but I definitely think like you have these I shouldn't even be mean by saying this, but you have these very picky people where if you're even texting someone from the other gender that they're cheating I definitely don't think that I I don't know how much I believe that you can have like a good friend of the opposite sex when you're in a committed relationship I think you can be friendly Mm -hmm. but like I don't know that you're gonna have a friend that you're gonna be like texting daily of the opposite gender when you're in a relationship if that makes sense or even if whatever if you're a lesbian whatever situation you are I don't think that that's really a thing safely so definitely obviously physically cheating but emotionally as well with like you know be reasonable you know like if I text Tori's husband I'm not he's not cheating on her it's a text right but if you're texting him all day long every day for like a week I'm gonna be like right I'm like cool Jackie I'm glad you like him but uh, <laughs> he's low-key kind of taken. <laughs> yeah like why are you texting him all the yeah, time yeah <laughs> and I think especially like I can speak to my experience on this all of my friends are married And there's been various times or reasons that I would need to text their husband something, whether it's like a link or whatever, or, hey, can you come pick up Sterling? But I purposefully would not text someone's husband, even if it were more convenient for me. So, for example, you know, if Tori and Dylan were picking up Sterling, I'm not going to text Dylan. I'm going to text Tori. Or if I needed something from Dylan, I'm going to text Tori and say, hey, Tori, can Dylan get me X, Y, and Z? Just out of, like, that. respect but for that, the relationship. Yeah, that's a respect thing for sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. What would you consider cheating? Um, I am with you on, like, the emotional cheating thing. Like, obviously, I don't know. I think a good indicator is, like, for me, I'm, like, the guiltiest person alive. So, like, I can't <laughs> do anything without feeling guilty. But, like, if it's going to make you feel guilty or if you wouldn't want your mom to know, if you wouldn't want your significant other to know about it, then you probably shouldn't be doing it. It might not necessarily be cheating, but just don't do shit that you have to hide from them. Right. And I definitely feel like one of the things that I want to add in that I don't think is cheating is like, okay, everybody does the, um, like harmless flirt in a bar. I don't think that's cheating. That's one of those TikToks that runs around. I wish I could find it and play it for you guys on here. 
But it's like when they're talking about like a, a guy buying a girl another drink and how like, oh, she's like a hoe or whatever. I don't think that. I think when you're out and about and especially when you're drinking, like people are just more flirty and more fun and you're not going to sit at a bar like a sourpuss like, I'm fucking married. Don't talk to me. You know, but I also think you might not. You maybe Jack shouldn't just be making me a out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that maybe you just shouldn't be like sitting in the corner by yourself, but also like maybe don't be making out with homeboy in the fucking corner. I agree. I I will be friendly with people at the bar if Dylan's not there, but I'm not gonna be like hanging out with one dude one on one. I don't want right. anyone buying me drinks and I Honestly, I'm a little bit of a bitch. <laughs> if you come up to me and you start talking to me, I'll be like, oh yeah, my husband. Like, I'll bring it up immediately. I don't want you to think that you're gonna, you know. Right, and I feel like if you're an adult, the first thing you do is look for a ring. I mean, right. I do. You know, if anyone's talking to me, I'm like, do they have a ring on their finger? So, that's one thing that I feel like I hear a lot about couples just like, good freaking grief. Like, oh my god, she was nice to that guy in a bar and he bought her a drink. Well, you're not in control of that guy. Right. And just because you're married doesn't mean you need to be an asshole to any person that's not in your relationship, I feel like. Right. Well, And, and I, sometimes it's funny as fuck. Yeah. Well, and some... Okay, so I have a few friends that are like the super hot girl at the bar. Everyone wants to buy them a drink. Would they give anyone the time of day to like actually flirt with them and talk to them extensively? No. So like you can't get mad if someone's going to buy you a drink. Totally. If they think you're cute or they're talking to you or something... Especially, I don't know, I make everybody my buddy. So I'm like, hey, right. buddy, you want something? I'm getting something at the bar. Right. So. Well, like, I would take it as a compliment, right? Someone else thinks your spouse is, like, attractive enough to want to talk to them and buy them a drink. In fact, one of my friends, her husband's pretty damn good looking. But it's so funny because we were talking about this the other day about how she's like, I just think it's funny to let girls hit on him. Because he just, like, gets nervous and then, like, is just a dick to them. And so she's like, it's more entertaining for me to let women approach him than it is for me to be, like, in the way. And I've seen it happen and I also think it's fucking funny. But I don't think that that's, like, a... I wouldn't be mad at a partner if that was the scenario that happened. So I definitely feel like there's obviously a lot of gray area here. But that's, like, the most annoying going out fight that I've ever... Like, get over it. But also, you can't be going out and turning off your phone. Amen. And being out all night or something. Like, you can't do shit like that. But also, I feel like you need to have enough trust in your partner that they can go to the bar with their friends, and you don't need to check in text all the time. There's there's not not going to be a a FaceTime to make sure that they are where they are. Like, I don't know. How do you feel about sharing your location? Eh, I feel a couple ways about it. I think it's a little fucking creepy, honestly. But... I know a lot of people do it for that layer of trust, but my question is, is like, you know, what would you do? What did we do before cell phones? You know, mm-hmm. if freaking someone says they're going to Home Depot and they come back with a bag from Home Depot, Jesus Christ, they probably weren't fucking someone in the back of the parking lot. But I would, I would say too, I'm also a firm believer, like, that even with location services and stuff like that, if someone's going to cheat, they're going to do it. Right. So all of these added layers of, like, mania on trust, I feel like it's just that. I feel like it's just kind of like your partner is going to cheat if they're going to cheat. I agree. They're There's always around it. Being You being crazy, you checking their phone, you checking their location, and, like, monitoring, like monitoring their time with their friends or at the bar or right. whatever, that's not going to stop them. If they want to do it, they're going to figure out a way. Totally. And I also think, like... You're almost embedding that distrust in your relationship if you're saying, like, hey, you have to share your location with me. Now, if you wanted to show your partner that you're trustworthy, 
you could send them your location as an added layer of like security. So if you know your partner is insecure, you can just be like, hey, I'm going out with my friends. I'm just going to send you my location so you know where we're at in case we need a ride or whatever. So I think if you're the person that's going out, you can add that layer of security. But I think if you're the person that's like, um, I need your location, I want to see your credit card receipts, all that kind of stuff, like you, I mean, everyone has trust issues. I'm the first one to admit it. I do. But I feel like you can't torture someone through it. Well, I guess you can. I would not personally torture someone through it. Right. But then that relationship is going to be miserable. They're right. not going to have any fun and they're not going to fucking trust you either if you're acting like that. Completely. So how do we feel about like the drunk cheating scenario? So like we all know the story where so-and-so goes out with their friends and they get super fucked up falling down drunk and they cheat. I think that if you wouldn't do it sober, you wouldn't do it drunk. Really? Yeah. Hmm. What do you think? I, I feel, obviously it's not okay. Um, I feel like, again, when you're in a committed relationship, it's not so much the action as much as it's like the, the pre-game to the action. So if I'm in a committed relationship and my partner's not with me, I'm not going to get falling down drunk to where a scenario like that could happen. Oh, I will. <laughs> if Dylan's not there I'll get wasted I don't care at all but I also know that even on a safety stand front because mm -hmm. like I feel like even still like just safety <laughs> I'm still young safety -wise, she's like yeah I'm gonna go get fucked up I don't know like I feel like safety wise even like if you're not out with your partner like I don't know like anything could happen and then you're just subject to like fucking up your relationship right but I so, which maybe Tori's okay. not as wild as I am when I'm fucking <laughs> falling down drunk but I'm like I don't know like no, when I'm falling down drunk, I'm, like, calling Dylan still. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I miss him when I get hella drunk. <laughs> Maybe this is why I've never been in a long enough relationship to miss my partner well enough to be like, oh, I'm wasted. I'm going to call them. I'm just like, ugh, where'd you yeah. go party? <laughs> <laughs> That's hella funny. But I also think that there's always one person that is mildly sober, right? Right, in the first Like, group, in your sure. group, someone mm -hmm. has to stay kind of sober. I don't know. I'll go out with my, like, one of my best friends, Dallas, and we will just get fucking tanked. But one of us is always sober enough to make sure the other one's okay. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, if that's going to be her like, that that's, night. That's then... the legit girl code, is, like, don't let your fucking girlfriend go home in. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. But also, like, if I'm the one that's super fucked up that night and she is like with me she's not gonna let me do something stupid but I also I don't think I would try I don't know and see I've been in that scenario too where I've gone out into a group and one person in the group was like for sure cheating on their husband definitely doing the wrong shit but we had all cautioned and we're like kind of like what are you doing like you shouldn't be doing that Right, but you can't stop her if she right. wants to do Right, I was just going to say, and she was it. so hellbent on doing what she was doing that we're all kind of like, fuck it. Like, we're not going to ruin our night over controlling you, I guess. But I do agree. I mean, and I guess it depends on, like, the level of friendship. Like, my best friend Jana, for example, granted, she's the same way you are. Like, if she's drinking, she's immediately on the phone to her husband. So I don't know what <laughs> scenario she's cheating on him in. I don't think she, she couldn't. But if we were out and something were to go down... I would absolutely just be like, no, like you're not going to do this. Because I also know for her, it would tear her, like she could not survive her own cheating. <laughs> she would feel so bad that she couldn't like get over herself. But I think maybe that's just it. Maybe I haven't found the one because definitely like Janice is saying, like if we're out drinking, she's not never talking to other dudes. She just wants to talk to Taylor, her husband. 
Right. Well, I also, maybe this makes me like 10 years old at heart, but when I'm like really drunk, I'm not like, ooh, that guy's so hot. I'm like, hey guys, you know what would be so fun right now if we went to a little kid park? If we're like, (laughs) you know, I want to go do like fun shit. My little inner kid comes out. Not... Not my hoe, yeah. (laughs) Not my little inner hoe. Yeah, so in terms of cheating, I definitely feel like in my opinion, that's like the least egregious cheating. It's like if you just get so fucked up, you make a mistake. And I don't know, like, I guess we could have had a guy on here to say their point of view, but like, I also don't think men are, like, encouraging each other to cheat on their partners. Like, you know what I mean? If they're going out and a guy's going to make a mistake... I don't think his boys are like, ah, that guy, like, go get her. I think it's always kind of like, hey, you're in a relationship, chill. So in that scenario, I feel like it's definitely the least egregious cheat because you're not, like, going out and seeking a partner. You're not having a relationship with them. It's like a one-night stand and you fucked up. Right, but what's to say you're not going to do that every time you drink? Right, that's the trust balance. That's yeah. That's the issue with it. As I'm saying, it's the least egregious of them, but it's still not... You're just going to, anytime you cheat, it's just this, this like, fucking pit of non-trusting despair. Because, okay, so there's the one cheating, the drunk cheating scenario. But what about the, like, like, like we said, the emotional cheating. Like, I'm texting this person, but we're friends. It's not going to go that far, but then, like, inevitably it does. Um, I think it totally depends. I think it's a really fine line. Do you? I do. I think it's like... I didn't think we would feel so differently about these things. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh my god. No, gosh. I totally think it's like a, a really fine line. Like, my best friend from high school, like, hands down... I don't talk to him a ton anymore, but, like, we used to FaceTime all the time. We would text each other all day. Like, that was just our friendship. But we both never crossed that boundary with each other, and he... He was dating someone the whole time. He ended up marrying her. Like, now I'm married. And we don't talk that much anymore. But if we were, like, still in the same town, I would 100% be like, hey, dude, like, let's hang out. Let's go drink. We would party all night. Like, it wouldn't be... It's like partying with my brother. Right. Not, not, I guess, emotional cheating. But at the same time, if I was interested in him... So let me That's ask you this. what makes it different. Well, let me ask you this question, though. Say, Dylan, we're not coming for you. She's just the scenario, so when you listen to this, <laughs> I'm not coming for you. But, okay, so say you and Dylan are having problems, right? And you need a sounding board. Would you choose him as a sounding board? No. That's, that's the point to me. It's like if you have someone else that you could possibly be interested in. I don't want to gender this, but obviously the male-female one's the easiest scenario But, like, if you had a guy best friend, you're not going to sound your relationship issues off of him because, like, that to me would be, like, kind of inappropriate. Like, you have a girlfriend that you could talk to about that that's not going to, like, take your side. Well, she is going to take your side. But you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to cross any weird line. Right. No. And Dylan's not going to feel uncomfortable about it. I completely agree. But also, I would be fucking pissed (laughs) if Dylan had a girl best friend and we were having issues and he ran straight to her right I'd be so fucking mad right but that's to me that's the boundary you have to know that you can't run to them with those kind of issues like yeah they can be your best friend all day long but you're Mm -hmm. not going to talk about our relationship to her right and it's I think it's that again it's just that uncomfortableness of like that person could potentially grab their attention or sway them away from you i feel like when you're talking to someone about your relationship it has to be someone that has your relationship's best interest in mind 
Not someone I'd be like, yeah, Dylan's a motherfucker. I mean, even if he is, you know. But he's, he's not. not. Dylan <laughs> he's is honestly not. a true angel, you guys. <laughs> but those are, like, the scenarios. Like, I think that emotional cheating is the the most hurtful. But I also think it's, like, the most common. I think it's the easiest one that you could possibly do. Right, because it's, like, almost like a trap that you fall into. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I want to tell you a funny story. I can't wait. <laughs> this is so bad. Okay, so... There's this guy I used to talk to before I met Dylan, and we just talked for a long time. We never actually hung out. It just didn't work out. Totally normal. Like, I feel like that happens all the time. So now, fast forward four years, and I'm married, and this man is Snapchatting me all all the time now. Of course. And so I never reply. I look at his messages all the time, but I never reply to them. And one night, Dylan and I were out drinking, and this guy sends me a picture of his beer. So I sent him a picture of my beer, and I was like, yeah, same. And he was like, whoa, I miss you. And I'm like, no, you follow me on Instagram. You're my friend on Facebook. You clearly know that I'm married. Why would you say that? Mm -hmm. So I just put it all on the table. I was like, you know that I'm married. Like, what the fuck? And he was like, well, I really liked you. And I was like great that's nice <laughs> Shit has then. Done sailed. yeah I don't care and so I was just like yeah well didn't work out oh well so he stopped talking to me for a while and then he started again like snapchatting me every fucking day so my dumb ass is out with my friend Dallas and I just take a picture of Dallas drinking her beer and I said marry my friend yeah <laughs> which I agree with that and so but I just I don't understand where he's coming from like why are you still Sending me these things because he doesn't all the time. care that you're married. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, period. He doesn't care that you're married. Right, but have some fucking respect. So now it's like a fun game to me. Every time he wants to Snapchat me, I'm like, who am I going to send him a picture of to marry today? <laughs> <laughs> Jaggy, you're next. Perfect. <laughs> no, I I definitely think a scenario like that, like Dylan's aware of it, so it's not a cheat. It's not a bad thing. Obviously, well, I I don't know. I don't agree with it's people like disrespectful that. on his part, but yeah. I'm like. What what am I going to do? I've already told them that I'm married. I'm not going to block him. I don't block anyone. Like, I don't care <laughs> enough to block anyone. Dylan doesn't care enough to block anyone. Like, Yeah, I, I mean, I think and obviously like if there's a no... a fun joke for everyone. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I feel like if there's obviously no danger in the way there's no blocking, but I feel like when people do block someone, it's either a bone of contingency in their relationship or someone might feel tempted. Right. So I, or just the other person's insecure. Like, you know what I mean? The person that was cheated on is insecure and it's like, no, just fucking block them. Which I get that too. Right. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the emotional cheating is the, um, the toughest, we'll say. I agree. And like I said, I think it's like, you, you hear this story over and over again, especially online, of people that are like lonely or sad or their partner's not fulfilling them in whatever way. And so they like start chatting with somebody and then... You know, one thing leads to the next, leads to the next, leads to the next. But I also feel like, you know, you're an adult. Get, like, don't, you know where the line's drawn and you know where the line's crossed. And if you're leaning on someone else but your partner, that's on you. Because I, that's the scenario that I will gladly say pisses me off. And I think it's such bullshit when you hear it of the partner who's being cheated on is getting blamed. 
So if I'm having an emotional relationship, I'm like, well, you didn't, you didn't listen to me or you didn't this or you didn't that. So you caused me to cheat. Yeah, no. That's bullshit. No, you decided to cheat. Right. You make the decision yourself. Now, if your partner's not fulfilling you and you want to find someone else, fucking cut and run. Right. Or go to therapy. Do whatever you have to do, but don't blame your partner. But first, I feel like you need to have that conversation with them. Totally. Be like, hey, I need you to pay more attention to me or I need you to, I don't know, fulfill me emotionally more than you are right now before you just jump ship. Right. If you care about that person. Right. But if you're just over it, then get out. Absolutely. But I do also know, you know, over the course of like, obviously neither one of us have, I'm not married. Tori's not been married that long. But I feel like, you know, if you're in like a 20 year marriage and you've been asking the person to do the same thing over and over and over again and it fixes for six months and then it kind of slips and then you're not really mad for a year and it's like this cyclical deal. It's still on you for cheating. If you're still seeking out someone else, regardless of what the scenario is, it's on you. And if you don't, like I said, if you don't like your partner, either go to counseling or fucking get divorced. Yeah, I agree. I think it gets really complicated with that, though, because it's like you've been with them for so long. Your lives are so intertwined that it gets hard. But that's what happens. If it's not working out, it's it's hard to break up with someone. It's hard to hurt someone's feelings, but you just got to do it. Yeah. So that was going to be my next question. So do you feel like if you cheat and you whole ass get away with it, like your partner is never going to know that you cheated, do you tell them? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She thought about that, folks. (laughs) I know. Um, I I still think that... Like, are we going to leave you with marital problems? (laughs) No, but I still think that you should... Tell them because if you're cheating on them, something's going on and you should get out of the relationship. Oh, God. Even, no, because just because I would want to know. Well, everyone would want to know, but is it going to do you any good to know? No, but I don't care. I still want to know. Oh, God. See, I'm literally shocked that we feel so differently. So I feel, I don't feel the same. I feel like if you cheat and you do something that's like, obviously I don't mean this emotional cheating because like you're for sure going to get caught. But, like, if you have that, like, one night stand or whatever, just this, like, momentary indiscretion, yes, I think you need to, like, look inward and figure out why you did it. But if your partner's never going to know and you were smooth sailing up until then, I don't know that I would actually say anything. Because I feel like you're just hurting your partner because you're blindsiding them, right? If everything was fine and you have this momentary indiscretion, and then you're going to implode that person's life. You really are. Right, but they deserve to know. Yeah, yeah but I don't know, like, if, it, if you can roll on and not do it again. I don't know. I don't know that I agree. <laughs> I okay, feel like but, I, I but know that I would actually say something. If you decide that you can roll on and, never and not be cheating again, again. Yeah. But then you do. And then you have to go back and you have to be like, Hi, I wasn't going to tell you about this a year ago. <laughs> this one time five years ago. <laughs> one time I did fuck somebody else and then I did it again. I didn't tell you though because I thought I wouldn't do it again, but then I did. Well, That's I mean, no, way not, fucking worse. Not really because in either scenario you're a piece of shit. Like truly. <laughs> I mean, no matter which route you're taking, by the time you've done it multiple, I mean, the first time you're, we're kind of a piece of shit. And then the second time you're still a piece of shit. So like the first time shouldn't necessarily matter. And keep in mind that if anyone tells you, oh, hey, you cheated on you, 
you're going backwards in your mind, step by step by step by step. Like, he was at the grocery store for 30 minutes longer. He was fucking someone else. Like, <laughs> you're already doing that. But I don't know. I just feel like if you can, like, I don't want to encourage people to cheat and get away with it. I just encourage people to look at, like, are you doing more good or harm? I agree, but also I feel like I'm saying, yes, you tell them for selfish reasons. Because... But I feel like, I feel like it's so just like, that. It's kind of selfish. Because, like, if you can roll on and you know you're not It is selfish, gonna... but I would still tell them. <laughs> just because I can't, I can't have that on my conscience. I can't know that I did something that I shouldn't have done without telling the person that it would affect. Oh, man, no. I feel... I don't I'm know. too I feel guilty. Different. And it would... But I feel like that's kind of dependence, right? Is, like, that if you do this fucked up thing... And it was, like... Say it was a one-off. Like, truly. It was just, like, this weird... Something was going on. You and your partner were in a fight. And it was just, like, this off time. And you made a really bad decision. And you feel, like, total shit about it. That's kind of dependence, right? Is that you feel, like, shit about it. And then... You just have to deal with it. Isn't it worse, though, if you feel like shit about it and then you tell them? Are you going to feel any better if you they're... tell them? No. You're no. still going to feel no. like a piece of but shit and if... now your partner hates you. <laughs> right, but what if you're just mean as fuck and you can be like, oh, yeah, I did that. Oh, well. If you tell your partner, they're going to fucking remind you of that shit. <laughs> okay? But that's, I, I mean, yeah, but if they even stay with you. So that's kind of where I feel like that's the... That's the catch to the deal. It's like if you know... I and mean, like I said, I'm not encouraging people to I don't think there is a one-off. And see, I do. I think people can just make a mistake. The dead silence. I know. That's the level of disagreement. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, I do. I feel like people can make a mistake and, like, learn from it and move on. I mean, literally, I've cheated on someone one time. And it ate me alive. I, I for sure didn't fucking tell him. So I guarantee you any of my, if any of my boyfriends are listening to this, like, fuck, was it me? No, it wasn't. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, truly, I've never done it again. I made one mistake. I felt like shit about it forever. And I just wouldn't do it again. Right, but you're also not still in that relationship. If you were still in that relationship, would you still be fucking losing your mind over it? No. Because I can, like, get over I mean, also, I can, like, really compartmentalize and be like, oh, hey. Oh, see, that would wreck me for my whole life. Mm-mm. I'd not be, me. like, 75 years old on my deathbed and be like, like listen, I, I have to fucking you. tell somebody what I did. <laughs> no, and I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, this is funny too, because one of our mutual clients asked me this weekend how my moral compass was, and I believe my response was shaky at best, (laughs) so maybe Tori's just a lot more moral than I am, but I don't know. I feel like there is kind of a little little spot there that you have to think about, like, are you doing more harm or good by telling someone that you cheated? Yes, it's fucked up, but I'll own my shit. I'm like way too in my head for that shit. I like I literally could not cheat on someone one off. I couldn't do it the whole time. I'd be fucking <laughs> freaking out. Dylan, you're so, so safe. <laughs> Dylan, you're literally the safest person alive right now. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. I don't know. Okay, so let's change gears and lighten this up a little bit. So, do we think that there is a type of person that cheats? Because I have some shit to say about this. <laughs> yes. Do you think there's a type of person that cheats? I think the world likes to believe there's a type of person that likes to cheat, but my life has led me to believe that, like, there's some shady-ass people out there that you do, that you would never think were shady. Oh, yeah, totally. People are great at hiding shit. Totally. And the people you wouldn't expect it. So, tell me what you think. With, like, the type of person, what type of person's going to cheat? Well, I just think if you're the type of person like me that's the guiltiest person alive, 
if you ever did it, it would literally wreck you forever. So, <laughs> or if you're the, like you, you cheated on someone one time and mm -hmm. you'll never do it again because you remember how that felt to you. So I don't think you're the type of person that cheats. Right. You're the other type of person. The type of person that cheats to me is someone that's going to do it again and doesn't, might feel bad, but like not bad enough to not do it again. Right. And like serial cheaters. Like they're cheating right. on their multiple partners that they get. So I agree with that. But also I just love, I, this is like one of my favorite things because I always feel like people think, and I think it's really fucked up. People think like, oh, they're good looking or they're, they're this type of person. So they would never, or so they would cheat. You know, oh, like, like only uh, hot people cheat. Yeah. Like only hot people or popular <laughs> because they just people. have way more opportunity to cheat. Right. Or even like outgoing people, whatever, you know, however, if someone that you admire, you're probably like, oh, that person would cheat. But I am here to let the world know that I am always <laughs> shocked and surprised at the types of people that I know for a fact have cheated. And it's just crazy because you're like, I would, some of these people I would look at. And if you ask me from conversations we've had and everything else about like, do you think they would ever cheat on your husband, on their husband? I would be like, no, but then like they fucking have. And that's the, kind the of dangerous my kind of people. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of my favorite. Like, I'm like, no. oh, shit. But I also, I don't know, but I also think that, like, those people, they're not shitbags. No. Like, they're not bad people. Which maybe we need they to throw just, that like, disclaimer in here. If, you, it, if you're a cheater or if you've cheated on someone, we don't think you're a piece of shit. I mean, maybe right. if you're serial cheating on people, you should, like, you know, go to therapy. But... I don't think we're not here to like say cheaters are pieces of shit because like we both just said we've been in these scenarios so let's have right. that in there. But okay, so this this sounds like way deep, but <laughs> I kind it. of think that like hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. So when I was cheated on, the guy that I was dating had recently lost his mom and he was just like all sorts of mentally fucked up. Absolutely. I don't think that he like viciously was trying to hurt me. I couldn't see it with that perspective back then. Right. But now looking back, I'm like, no, he's not a bad person. He just was going through some shit and that Absolutely. sucks. But also I don't think he's a bad person. Right. I think a lot of people that cheat aren't bad people. I just think they did a bad thing. Agreed. I fully agree. And I do agree with like the hurt people, hurt people in the scenario of even still like you hear this concept and I just think it's like, it's immature, honestly, but people run with it is the whole idea of like, well, I've been cheated on. So I'm going to go ahead. Like if I feel like someone's being a fuck boy to me, I'm going to cheat on them or I'm going to, because I've been treated like shit, I'm going to treat someone else like shit. And I definitely don't agree with that. I mean, I don't agree with, like, revenge quote, cheating. Right. Well, I was just going to say, we could quote the great Alex Cooper on a cheaters be cheated on. I mean, if you're to that level of tomfuckery in your relationship, do you. But I don't think... Also, just get out. Right. I was just going to say Why that. are you even in a relationship? If you want to go fuck around, just do it. Yeah. Or if all your if your sole purpose is just to get back at that person, the greatest revenge is just fucking don't talk... Like, don't be in that relationship. You know what I mean? Right. Get out and go live your life. That is literally the best thing you could possibly do to someone that you hate is get out of the relationship with them and go live your very fucking best life. Agreed. Go find happiness somewhere else. And, like, people know if you're just being an asshole, like, posting right. shit on your social media and stuff. But mm -hmm. also people know if you're like genuinely, you got over it, you went and did your own thing, you're happy now. Totally. 
I definitely, I don't agree with the revenge cheating either. And I also think, like I said, if you know that you can't get over it, like, if you know that that person cheated on you, and it's gonna eat you up inside to the point where you're like, I'm so fucking mad, I'm, like, gonna fuck his best friend. Like, what kind of a person are you? Right. Because you Like, you would have done that anyways, in my opinion. Right. And I feel like I'm talking to my four-year-old, where I'm like, people can be mean to you, but you can't be mean back. You can be. It's a choice, but you're just, like, bringing yourself down a level, I feel like. And I, again, I'm not shitting on people that do. It's just not something that I would do. And I feel like it's a lot of energy to go, like, find another person and, and cheat or whatever. And I get it. Like, you know, you want to get, get back at them or, like, show them what's up. But why? Well, that's because they're hurt. Right. So I agree with that. And I, I always just think it's interesting, too, though. Like, the people that will do these things and then, like, they're kind of proud of it. And I'm like, eh. I mean, I don't know that I would be proud of that. I mean, you definitely got a one-up on somebody, but, like, you got a one-up on a pile of shit. Like, congrats, I feel I guess. like that's, like, high school shit. Right. When you're, like, trying to get revenge or, like, mm-hmm. trying to be shittier. Or, like, your <laughs> early 20s. You're like, yeah. oh, well, you fucked, you fucked my friends, so I'm going to fuck your friend. It's just, I think it's agreed. I would say it's, like, some childish stuff. But, yeah, I just am always interested at the, like, types of people that will cheat that you don't think would cheat. I like, happily totally marry people that are cheating. I totally agree. Um, how do you feel about people that, like, fall in love super fast? Yeah. Have, <laughs> Is that like, real? Is that real life to oh. you? Like, do you think that you can just fall in love, like, in, like, two weeks? <laughs> okay, <laughs> inherently, know. had you asked me three years ago, I would have just said no. Like, I don't think so. Okay. But, but, I think I'm changing my thought process on this. I think people fall into lust very quickly or the idea of being with someone very quickly. So if you meet someone and you see a future with them, some people, especially considering like desperation and like the fucking climate that we're in now that like, if you're single, you're a loser. Um, I just feel like (laughs) people will, (laughs) no, I don't. That's like, that's part of the thing. It's like, I'm single and I don't feel lesser than because of it. I just think it's like my life situation, but I've also had like, if, I had a dollar for every person who, like, felt bad for me because I'm single. I'd be rich enough to have a boyfriend. (laughs) But, no, I just, I don't, I do think people could, quote, fall in love quickly. But I think, like, that deep, true love, A, I'm not even sure it exists anymore, right? Like, how our grandparents fell in love and they stayed in love forever and it's, like, you know, the notebook shit. I don't know that that's really real. I I don't think that's real at all. But like even back then, I don't think it's real. Right. But I think people get like fantasize in their mind, a relationship and a future with a person. And so they fall in love with that more than the actual person. What do you think? I think that you can, I think that you can fall in love quickly, but I think that it takes a long time to like really like deep dive and get to know someone really well. And so I think maybe you met someone and you've been hanging out for a month and you think that you're like super in love with them. I don't think that that just means it's going to work out for you forever until you spend enough time with them that you realize the annoying ass shit that they do. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Or go through some life shit with them. Yeah, exactly. Like you need life experience with people and you need to be around them for long enough that you know the stupid shit that they do and you know that you can handle it. Right. What's your and Dylan's timeline? Um, so we were talking for a while before we actually started dating. And when we started dating, we dated for a year and then we got engaged and then we were engaged for two years and then we got married. So 
So, like, a decent amount of time between, like, meeting Dylan and being married. Yes. So, I knew him for a year and a half before we got engaged. So, I knew him for three and a half years before we got married. I feel like that's a... I mean, I wouldn't look at that and go, oh my god, that was so fast. A lot of people were weird about it being a year and, like, us getting engaged, which is fine. I get it. Like, it's different for everyone. But also, I don't know. I... I felt like I knew because there wasn't anyone else that I could possibly see myself wanting to be with. Right, or you weren't, like, feeling like you still needed to look around. Exactly. Right. And I never... Dylan is, like, super extra trustworthy, so, like, I don't... I never felt like I had to worry about anything with him. It's, like, the Aww. easiest relationship I've Dilly ever been boo in. Boo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with that, though. And that's where I'm, like, I don't... I used to just say no. Um, have you read The Love Languages? The book. No. Okay, so everybody, do yourself a favor. Read this book. It's super good, and it gives you good insight into, like, you're talking about timelines, right? Mm-hmm. So this guy is a pastor. Yes, it's Christian. Get over it. Read past the religion into it, because it is good advice. No. But, he's <laughs> like, no. Um, but part of what this guy says in this book is there's this, like, two-year threshold to where people within, like, when you first meet them are on their best behavior, right? Which is just totally true. Like, you hear people that are like, oh, my God, I didn't fart in front of my husband until I knew him for, like, two years. Like, okay, good God. still. Right. But <laughs> I think people are on their best behavior initially because they want to be in the relationship with you. They want to put their best foot forward. And then you get a little bit more comfortable. So, yeah, then they're a little bit annoying or they'll show their annoying traits. But he basically says that two years is when you're seeing the person for who they are and what they are in their actuality. Because now they've put down the facade They've actually had time to be themselves and they've actually had time to like exhibit their shitty habits or their great habits either way. And I would say for me gladly that my um, serious relationship timeline is legit two years before I'm like, fuck this. So I can't get past the annoying habits. Well, it's not even the annoying habits. It's just like that's when you realize this just isn't going to work. Right. You know, and I've definitely had guys that I've dated that I'm like, wow, like this is the person I felt like I was going to marry. And then you get to two years and I'm like, definitely not going to marry this person. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where I say, like, I think people fall into lust really quickly. And I think people really badly want relationships and really badly want to have a family. And so they dive in head first with someone that'll say yes. But then they don't stop to, like, think, God, I can't stand the way she chews her fucking broccoli. I got to go. I think you have to look inward for that, though, too. Right. Because, like, you have to know if you are the type of person that can get get over stupid shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely have annoying habits. And so does Dylan. But, like... Right. We decided that we can get past them. Right. So, I think I that's, know. like, a conscious decision. Unless they're, like, doing some crazy shit. Right. I just think my thought on it, just from... Obviously, I've not been in this scenario, so we can all take this with a grain of salt. But my thought is, is kind of exactly how Tori did it. If you get together with that person and you're like, oh my, God, like this is the one, I don't see the point in rushing. I agree. If they're the one, they're going to be there. So give it a couple of years and go through some shit. Because also I feel like there's people that can really keep their shit together. And then when the going gets tough, they kind of unravel. And it would be nice to see that. It would be nice to see that you can survive it, that they can survive it. And that your relationship can survive like a, a trial you know, so to speak. So I, that's the only thing I would say. I know my best friend, Jana, her and her husband got engaged really quickly, but same scenario. I think they were engaged after a year, 
Um, and then they waited, don't quote me on this, I want to say it was like maybe two years of engagement before they got married. But again, that was kind of the question. Everyone's like, well, why aren't you getting married? Why aren't you getting married? Why aren't you getting married? And they had said they wanted to go through that like life growth. Mm-hmm. They wanted to go to school. They wanted to have their careers. They wanted to be a couple long enough to know for a fact that they wanted to be committed in marriage. Do and you, I really respected that. Do you think that there is like an exception to that though? Like, is there circumstances that justify getting engaged super fast and then getting married really fast? I think it's whatever works for you. You know what I mean? I think there's always circumstances that do. The one circumstance I would gladly say, and I just want to plaster this all over the world, the scenario that does not fucking make that a thing is getting pregnant. Oh, I don't think marriage and babies go hand in hand. I think that's like the number one toxic shit that happens. It's like, oh, you're knocked up. Let's go get, let's go run and get married when it's like a fucking baby's going to change shit, let alone a marriage. And then right. now you're just, like, legally bound to this person. Unless so. you know you want to be with them anyways. Yeah. Don't and then get... I think that you should just do it anyways just because you are going to. Right. I agree. And I know people who have done that that I, like, I respect that. If you already, if you're already intending on getting married or you knew that that person was your person and you're pregnant and then you want to get married, do that. But I also think, like, if the only reason you're getting married is because you're having a kid, that's a terrible idea. But, yeah, I mean, I... I know people that have been, like, engaged and married quickly and they're making it happen. I just wouldn't say that, like, statistics would say that's not normal. Right. Okay. So what about, like, for other reasons, not just a baby? Like... Insurance or something like that? Yeah, insurance, like, religion, stuff like that. I don't agree with it. I don't think it's a good enough reason to get married because you're committing your life to that person forever essentially right so if we want to go forever yeah right if we want to go on a religious bend which i think this is like the loss in marriage right marriage is a religious thing Mm -hmm. and then it's been made a legal thing and uh, via the bible getting married is like a covenant with god you're you're committing you're promising to god to stay with this person for the rest of your life now do i believe that divorce is not a thing of course you should get divorced if you're unhappy but I think people take it very lightly, and I think a lot of people, the one scenario that I don't agree with is I think a ton of people get married for the wedding. They want to have a wedding. They want to have the pictures. They want to have that moment. So they're like, oh, fuck, you're on board. Let's do it. And they don't try to think like, wait, do we agree financially? Do we agree on religion? Do we agree morally? Do we want to live in the same places? Do we want the same life experiences? And I think that's where you see a lot of really young couples super unravel quickly. I agree with that. I saw this couple on TikTok and they got married at like 19 so that in college they get like hella fast some money. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so you're saying really smart. don't do that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, but yes. I mean, and also maybe I'm just somebody that thinks marriage is more serious than maybe a lot of people. I don't know. But definitely. I think marriage is very serious. I yeah. would not just like willy nilly get married to someone and then be right. like, oh, that was a mistake. Let's get out of this. <laughs> No, yeah. like, it's a lot more serious than that. Yeah, and the one that I don't agree with, definitely, is um, getting married quickly for, like, a religious purpose. Like, I understand the whole concept, right, of, like, if you don't want to have premarital sex and you're, like, saving yourself for marriage, I get that. But also, don't get married just for sex. Right. And I know just so many don't. people that do. I do, too. I mean, especially, like, sorry, I'm going to call it out, especially, like, the Mormon religion. I feel like it's, like, this weird fucking pile of people that it's almost like these kids are so held back from any sort of sexuality that the idea that they can get married and fuck is like their sole purpose. 
Like these men are like, I am 18, I'm gonna find a wife, and I'm gonna get my dick wet. And it's fucked up because you're not that was even the like, way to say it. <laughs> but literally, like you're not they're not worried about like the actual person. They're just like, I wanna fuck, so I'm gonna get married. But they also don't super believe in divorce, so they stick with that person and they have to make it work. And live in this hellish relationship because they wanted to fuck this girl at 18. It's crazy. Yeah, but also I don't know. I agree, but I disagree with you because I feel like since neither one believes in divorce, they have to, they're forced to make it work. Right. I will agree with that. And I think that that is kind of cool just because Mm -hmm. in other relationships, maybe one of you doesn't believe in divorce, but the other one does. Right. What do you do then? That fucking sucks. But I also feel like just like you said with the cheating thing, that's something you talk about before you're getting married. You, you know, and especially the couples like God freaking almighty you know when people will sit there and well if you do this we're gonna get divorced like the divorce fights i think are Mm -hmm. bullshit but i think that's something you discuss and you know do you think if the going gets tough we should get divorced and i mean in my personal opinion like i said even with the cheating like i would stay with someone through it in a marriage scenario because i would be that committed to a marriage not that i'm dogging you or anyone else because it's a conversation that you guys had right but that's it. And I do agree. I, I think that <laughs> added level of pressure makes people stay. But I also think if you're staying just because you don't believe in divorce, that could be such a miserable life. No, totally. And super abusive, depending totally. upon how the scenario is going. But yeah, I don't I don't believe in that. But let's roll back to before the marriage. And okay. um, Caitlin sent in this topic. But before you get married, the multiple engagements... Like, how do you feel about people that have been engaged multiple times, whether they've gone through the, with the marriage or not? Uh, <laughs> I feel like this is, it's situational for sure, so I don't want to come in too hot, but I, I a little bit think that there's zero reason you should be engaged, like, five times. I really do. Because if you're not committed enough to actually go through and get married, you're just collecting rings. What are you doing? Right. Also, I'm like, I would agree. I feel like it's useless, but I'm also impressed because you have you so have, many people yes. that want to spend money on you. That's well, amazing. not even money. I'm like, you have multiple men or women that want to live their life with you. And I don't know how this scenario goes. I've never been uh, engaged. I've never been proposed to. I don't think it's happening anytime soon. But from a single person, I am like continually like, what am I doing wrong? Because A, I would gladly say I'm not the person to bring up a future conversation. Like I've never been like, what do you see the future like with me? Because I'm very much, it's just not me. I'm not terribly heartfelt. You're a play it by ear. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not like a terribly heartfelt person. I'm not like a very emotional person. So like if you're going to like peg me down and make me talk to you about emotions, it's going to be like a quick fucking conversation. So that could be very well part of it. But I'm so impressed by these women that are like, no, like, I basically I won't date you unless we're engaged or whatever. And then and they just have, like, all these men that are like, yeah, I'll spend my life with you. And I'm over here like... Okay, I also think that's toxic as fuck. Agreed. You can't just be like, hey, I'm in this for the long haul. Are we, like, going to get engaged? Like, are we going to be forever or no? Because otherwise I'm dipping out. You can't do that right off the bat with someone. But Because the flip- they don't know you. Right, but then the flip side to that... And this one I do respect. The other, no, I do think that's toxic. But, like, also the people that just date with intention. They go on their first date or their second date and they're like, look, I'm not dating to fuck around. I'm not dating to have a boyfriend. I'm dating to get married. And that's that. 
And I feel like that adds, like, puts the heat on, right? Because then you're like, well, shit, if I want to stay with this person, I might have to get engaged. Totally. But also, I think it's good to be upfront about that. Because if you're dating to marry and you're, like, really fucking serious about this timeline that you're on, you need someone else that's going to be on board with your timeline, too. Which the timeline thing, I could, we could have a whole episode on live timelines. I think they're bullshit. I think so, too. Ask my life. It's an implosion of a timeline. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it's just impressive to me. And, of course, I'm always like, is it their personality? Is it a conversation that they're having where they're like, look, I want to be engaged. Are they a person that talks about marriage? So it like puts the idea out there or do they have like, you know, the golden pussy or (laughs) what's the deal? Because I'm like, I know girls that have been engaged like three times and I'm like, what? I can't even get a boyfriend. (laughs) I agree with that. But there's also like, obviously... There's special scenarios where it makes sense that you were engaged more than once. Maybe right. you got engaged to someone that's a fucking crazy person and mm-hmm. you didn't know until you were engaged. Don't do that multiple times, though. If that's happening to you multiple times, you need to go to therapy. You're doing something. <laughs> you are baiting in these bad people. <laughs> right. Or even the scenario of, say, like we talked about, you got engaged quickly, mm-hmm. which is great. And then you got to that, like, per se, to your timeline where you saw that person's, like, habits that you didn't like and you're like hey this actually isn't for me I have respect for that I have a lot of people I have a lot of respect for people that will cut off a relationship before they like I feel like people don't want to get out of an engagement because it's like the added pressure as well before you get married right but I agree with (laughs) it I agree with that I have a lot of respect for people that will break off an engagement rather than go through with the marriage and then get a divorce I agree I think that you need to decide before I don't know. It's hard because I think that you should be decided before you get engaged if you can really handle it or not. But if you're getting engaged really quickly, then you should be able to still get out of it before you get married if it's not for you. Right. And I and I realize people use engagement as like a level of commitment. Mm-hmm. But also I feel like that's, again, kind of a childish play of like, if you know you're committed to that person, marriage is a piece of paper. Right, it's not going to change your relationship. And it's not going to change your level of trust. It's not going to change your level of commitment. You can be fully committed without being married or engaged for that matter. So that's kind of like, that's one of the good, (laughs) we've had massive debates over here about just, it it blows my mind. And in the fact that you can see yourself going forward with like life with multiple people. I'm definitely, like, I have yet to meet someone, like I said, like, one of the guys that I had a serious relationship with, I actually thought I was going to marry, but that's, like, one person, and even then, like, obviously, as we got into it, we broke up, and I was, like, clearly, we're not going to get married. Do you believe in soulmates? Mmm, I do, but I don't think that they're common. Interesting. So do you think that a lot of people marry someone that is not their soulmate and it just works out for them and they never find their actual soulmate? Yes. Okay. I think that a lot. And I think, like I said, I think a lot of people rush to get married to be married. And I think a lot of people do it for security more than actual, like, unadulterated love. You know? Right. Um, But yeah, I do believe in soulmates. I just don't think that they're very common. And I don't think that people are patient enough and care enough to find someone who would be their soulmate. I think it's more like um, you found someone that's, like, not fucking around on you or playing games, and so you're like, oh, this shit will work. What shoe fits? And you walk. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So do you think that you have multiple soulmates? No. Just one? Yeah. In oh. terms of, like, a romantic relationship, I think you can have soulmates in, like, a friend form, for sure. Okay. Like, someone that just, like, really matches you, and, like, they, they're they going to be in your life forever. 
But I think the people that, like, marry their soulmate are those marriages that you just know, like, there's no wavering. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They can go through shit, but they're not wavering. Um, For example, I have a friend, and she's so funny about it. She's my favorite person to talk to about marriage because her and her husband got together in high school. They had a kid. Very, very young. And she talks pretty openly about the fact that, like, they had gone through some shit. And she's like, it's about every seven years. I just want to fucking divorce my husband. I can't fucking stand him. I don't want to talk to him. Like, I am one foot out the door. And he lets her go through her shit. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's just there for her. He's just like, all right, well, I'll be here when you're done hating me. Yeah, but I'm not going to sign these fucking divorce papers because on year eight, you're going to love me again. And they've been together for over 20 years. And she talks about it. And it's so sweet the way she talks about it because she admits her own problem. You know, she's like, it's me. Like, I get agitated, I feel unsettled, I don't want to be there, I feel, like, a little trapped, and then I just, like, go through this. Obviously, no cheating's included. She's like, I just kind of hate his guts for a while. And then they stay together, and I think people like that are more soulmate-ish than a lot of the people that we see married now, because they're working through it, right? If you can stay with someone and still love them as they're, like, ever-changing, that's a special thing. But I don't think a lot of people marry their soulmates. I think a lot of people, I think most people settle. Okay. Which that's a little fucked up, but I think it's very true. I agree. But I also, I believe in you have multiple soulmates. And I think that it might not be your soulmate forever. Okay. So I think that, like, you have, like, friend soulmates and, like, it could be your soulmate for any reason. They don't necessarily have to be, like, the love of your life. They're just, like, a really good match for you. And I think, like, I had a girl, one of my, like, girlfriends in college, we were super, super close Obviously, it wasn't romantic, but we were super close. Mm -hmm. We did everything together. I think that, like, at that time, she was, like, one of my soulmates. Right. But, like... I can see that. But I also don't think that there's only one. I think we're going to run into tons of people in our life that are our soulmates, and hopefully the person that you marry is one of them. I can see that. I just... I don't know. I feel like it's hard to find people that, like... Yeah, that you resonate with really deeply, I guess, if Mm -hmm. that would make sense to, like, know we're going off the deep end here. But that's kind of one of the things that I'm so interested in with these people that engage, that get engaged multiple times or, for that matter, are married multiple times. Um, Why? Why are you getting married? Why are you getting engaged? Is it for the right reasons? Do you feel like that person's your soulmate? Was it opportune at the time? Right. Are Do you, you just want to be married? Do you just right. want to have a fun wedding? Right. Which I know plenty of girls that have straight up said that to me that are like, I just want to be married. And I know for like people in my situation, and it is uncomfortable. I get self-conscious about it. Where like literally all of my friends are married. Every single one of them. And it can be uncomfortable. You know, yeah, you do feel self-conscious. Immediately, they see Sterling and they immediately are like, are you married? Right. And, and it can be uncomfortable. You know, I could sit there and really take it to heart and be like, oh, shit, you know, I feel like crap. But a lot of women that are in my position, that's their sole purpose is to be married and have that experience. Where, like, for me, I, I feel pretty fulfilled without it. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm open to it. I but think I me don't... and you are both just too independent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and that's just it. It's like, for me, if I'm going to go get engaged or married, that person has to be fulfilling my life in a way that's not currently fulfilled. But when I feel pretty okay with how things are right now, I don't know what that would look like if I'm being honest. I don't know what someone could do for me that I'm not, like, that's not a current experience. I don't know how to explain it without sounding confusing, I guess. I, I'm not sure how that would look, but I feel like a lot of people just want the partner. And it's honestly, I think, a codependency issue. 
Because that is another thing that I see out there that some motherfuckers are so codependent that they will find another human and latch to them, whether they're good for them or not. Right. I completely agree. I think a lot of, well, I don't think people are raised to be independent. No. I really don't. And so I, I feel like I was mostly raised to be independent and sometimes it's like a bad thing. Sometimes I'm a little too independent. I super don't need anyone. Right. And I also think too, while we're talking about these multiple engagements and like how people get into relationships, I do also feel like there's the person that just loves love. Mm-hmm. And these are my favorite people because they are my polar opposite. And I'm like, you're like a fucking unicorn because I, I have friends that are that way. And I know guys that are that way that they just like love, they love love. They love being in love. They love loving somebody. And it's like a part of who they are. And I think it's the cutest, sweetest thing because I'm like, oh, definitely not that way. But <laughs> it's really sweet. And I feel like you see it in a lot of men. I think that's the one thing that I do want to add in here that I think it just breaks my heart. Because you see these men that were, like, raised in good families, even if they weren't raised in good families, but that's what they want, is they want a wife, they want a child, they want a family, and I think that's, like, natural, right? And then they find these girls that just burn straight through them, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's marriage or not, and... Well, sometimes it ruins them. Yeah, absolutely, and that's, I've seen it happen, like, a couple of times in this past year that I'm like, fuck, leave these good guys alone. Like, let them go live their, like, really kind of um, fairy tale dream. I mean. Yeah. And and I feel bad for people in that instance. But, like, that was one of the scenarios that was this year. It was, you know, a guy that I, I don't know him super well. But you can tell. He's just a guy that, like, all he wants is a family. He wants a good marriage. His parents have a good marriage. And, you know, he got burned bad. And it was really sad to watch from the outside. And this included cheating and multiple engagements and all the things that we're talking about. And that's kind of like a a message I want to get across. It's like, if you're not sure, don't fucking tear through people. Go be single. Go be on your own. You're hearing me question myself on here of like, I don't even know what it would look like to have someone else fulfill me enough to want to get married. So I'm not looking for a marriage right now. I don't even fucking know. But it would be fucked up if I go get engaged tomorrow and get married while I'm sitting here saying I'm not even sure what that would look like for me. So I I think that's, like, a good point to add in, too. I agree. Do we have anything else to say on that? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this is such a good topic. We could talk about it forever. I could talk about this forever. Um, But definitely moral to the story. We're not condoning cheating. Don't be a cheater. Um, But also, you're not a terrible person if you do. Right. We're not not saying you're a bad person. Yeah, who are we to judge? Nobody. And honestly, I know plenty of scenarios that I've heard that I'm like, well, I kind of get it, but also maybe don't do it. (laughs) I agree. And uh, if you are also, oh, that was something else I wanted to add in there. Uh, Okay. I forgot to bring this up during the cheating part of it. And it was something that I was like, it's such a polarizing uh, question. Do you think like that? Okay. I think everyone is capable of cheating. Do you think that? No. Oh my god, another disagreement. No. <laughs> I think I'm it's just like, like, it could be the perfect storm, it could be anything, where like, I think, when people, that like, false security, I think it's bullshit, where people are like, my partner would never cheat on me. Right. I don't think that's a thing. I don't think so either, but I, like, I don't know, I wouldn't say that- <laughs> She's like, oh shit, another one that we don't I, agree on. <laughs> I wouldn't say that Dylan would never ever cheat on me. I trust him, I don't think he would- but there's obviously 
some kind of circumstance somewhere that, that would it be would the happen. Perfect storm. Yeah. But I also think that there are people that would never ever do it. <laughs> and that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Tori is uh, better than everyone else, guys. No, just because I'm so fucking guilty. Right. I'm the guiltiest person there ever was. I can't even like flip on the fucking light when he's asleep without feeling bad. You oh, know God. what I mean? It's so funny to me. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely feel, I don't feel the same. I think that there is a perfect storm for everybody. Okay. So, meaning, I think if everything's kosher and everything's status quo, well, people aren't I mean, going to cheat. Dylan's also not a dirtbag. So, if he fucking sucked and he was, like, being terrible, then I guess maybe there is... Right, and that's what I'm saying, like, I think there's just a perfect storm of, like, I don't think anybody is immune to it, I don't think that, I think there are people that are more likely to do it, Mm -hmm. or will do it on their own, because they just don't care, but I just think, I I think that's a comment that I hear people make all the time that I'm just like, oh, you are so naive, when people are like, oh, my husband would never cheat, or my wife would never this, it's like, no, in also, your current state, Dylan, they wouldn't. You better be saying that shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I think it's a thing that a lot of people say, and I just, in my mind, and maybe I'm just the most distrusting person. I mean, I've got my own fucking bag of issues that is quite full, but... We all do. I just don't... I don't think it's true. I think the perfect storm would set anybody off the rails. And I mean, and it could be like an intricate perfect storm that like, you know, all the stars would have to line up for them to cheat, but I don't think anyone's immune to it. So that's you why... You me. I agree now. (laughs) Tori's like, oh shit, you know. No, yeah, because, I mean, I'm in a good relationship now, Mm -hmm. so I don't see where I would ever do it, but if I was in a bad relationship now, and if I was, like, stuck in a marriage or something Mm -hmm. that I didn't want to be in, right? if it sucked, if he was hella mean to me, you know what I mean? Like, there's definitely, it could be so much different than it is. Right. And that's where I feel like, especially in terms of, like, passing judgment, that would be another thing that I would love to, like put out there is I don't feel like people should judge one another when like a cheating scenario happens right it's easy for us to be like oh my god what a hoe like they did this they did that there's obviously two sides to every story but also people cheat for like a series of reasons and I don't think anyone's immune to it I think anybody could be a cheater I just think there's some more shitty people that are more likely to be cheaters right I agree some people it would take a lot worse of a situation to put them in that position guys I finally got her on my side she did last topic (laughs) out the gate I'm like finally that's okay that's so funny well this has been like a good topic I think um you guys should write us in any funny cheating stories any good cheating stories or just give us your opinions on this because I think this is like a interesting topic that we could hear a lot on you can send these into us on instagram like via dm or you can email them to us obviously if you want to stay anonymous we will keep you anonymous yeah. if you want to put your name out there i'm also down for the tea so put your name out there that <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna name drop you no matter yeah what. i'm like so, so jim bob no I'm just kidding um but yeah if you want to send those stories in i think that they would be really fun and interesting to read I agree. And also send us your topic ideas. Um, I do want to talk about our weekly favorites, though. Do you have something for this week, Jackie? Um, I've been on this, like, real mimosa kick. Um, it started last weekend when we of were recording. <laughs> and then it just is kind of, like, slid on through the week. And okay. so I just, my love for champagne and mimosas is just so strong. Would you judge me if I said pina coladas? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we had pina coladas first. 
Um, mine this week is just that the days are starting to get longer. Oh, my favorite. It feels so good to get off work and it not be quite as dark every day. Yeah, absolutely. Just like a little bit more time to the day, it feels I know, like. when you get off work at five and it's not pitch black, it just fills your soul a little bit. Yeah, it's been really good. Also, I think this time of year is really hard for a lot of people after like the holidays are like a super high and then waiting for spring just sucks. <laughs> sucks <yeah. laughs> so I think the longer days definitely help with that. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thanks so much, you guys. Go ahead and send us in those topic ideas or your stories to our Instagram at pure.speculation, or you can email them over to purespeculationthepodcast at gmail.com, and we will talk to you next week. Have a good week. Bye.